When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. It is Monday, January 30th, and we have two more days of January um, to go. I think we have two more days of January to go. I probably should look at a calendar just to make sure. Um, yeah, we have two more today and tomorrow for January. And if you weren't tuned in, I, I ran slash walked close to 60 miles last week. So uh, I'm going to get back at it today. Uh, I'm late on getting onto the podcast just because. Um, my phone didn't charge. And if you've ever been the, the victim of not having a charged phone, I've been the victim of not having a charged watch in the morning. Uh, I have never been a victim of not having a charged phone in the morning. But essentially, I got up, thought my, uh, my, my phone was dead, uh, plugged it in. It wouldn't even show up on the plug-in. And I was like, oh, man, I got to go to the Apple store. I don't have an extra phone. Just that amazing, amazing... Uh, panic that you have and you know what it reminded me of I'm bullish Apple because who can't live who can live without their phone I mean that panic was just like okay oh my god I'm panicking now here's the killer part about this our four-hour algorithm that I have um, on TrendSpider your performance over a thousand candles and remember there's a morning candle and an afternoon candle so it's 500 trading days for a thousand candles if you traded Apple on this, you would have made 24% over the past um, uh, two years, 500 trading days, uh, versus buying and holding made you 7.71%. Now, traditionally, if I go even back, we will go back on this one just to test it deep. 7,000 candles, which is 3,500 trading days. It makes no sense to trade this. I can tell you right now, even before it pulls up. The algorithm makes you 2,215%. Buying and holding makes you 4,035%. So I tell people, just don't trade it. Just own it. When the algorithm tells you to get in, get in. Ironically, told you to get in here January 4th. Uh, we've had a great rally here in January of pretty much everything that's been beaten up through 2022. 127 was the buy-in. Today, you're at 145. On Friday, you went up to, it looks like about 146, 147. You're 145 right now. But with my phone dying, God, it just makes me happy that I have a ton of stock, a ton of stock in Apple, uh, whose earnings come up Thursday. We will go into uh, more of the earnings play. I've got the entire earnings uh, dollar signs up above you can see them in the chat window. We'll go over some of those, some of the highlighted ones that I think will be good to look at. Uh, this week happening as well is the Fed. The Fed's expected to raise by a quarter point, 0.25%, um, if they decide to do a half point rate increase, which some economists think is better. Uh, market will crash. 
you'll see it completely, completely crash. Um, wouldn't be a horrible thing because the reality of the economy is it's still strong. Uh, and you're seeing that in most of the sectors uh, moving uh, pretty much in an upward direction. So, I, I do, you know, one of the things that happened on Friday, which just sent the market soaring, was AXP. It's American Express. Uh, American Express said the co- consumer is strong. There is an enormous gap here from 158 all the way up to 165. That's an enormous gap in American Express. Uh, you know, gaps will be a magnet that is above the 200 day. I don't know when this one comes back down to do that. I'm not shorting it. I'm not buying it. I'm not looking to, uh, to put any money into this right now. But they said the consumer is strong. This one has been beaten down. If we look at a longer term one of this one, I do think that this is a great stock to buy and hold. Longer term, a weekly chart of this one shows the 200 days at 137. It was there back in October. During the October S&P lows, this one went down to 137. Today, you're trading at 172. Last week's candlestick, uh, the low was 151. The high was 175. That's a 13% move in a week, in one week. So this one's got some huge, huge momentum. You might see this on the screen. You might see this gap down here. Uh, between 109 and 99, that was from November 2nd, 2020. As we move a little bit away from that and it's under the 200-day, it kind of becomes less relevant. Um, so American Express, great company. Uh, you look at it up around 200 here during its highs of March 2022 when the travel boom was really happening. I think you're seeing a second travel boom. And I think American Express probably will hit above $200. Um, Most of the people that I listen to have said sell the tech rally. You can see Apple here at 144. Uh, Amazon is still holding on to over 100. Their earnings come up on um, uh, Thursday as well as Apple. The 200 days at 102, it's at 101. You've got a gap down here between 86 and 87. Uh, As it holds the 200-day, this becomes less relevant. But there could be... Amazon doesn't have an earnings problem. They have been earning great on their earnings. So Amazon, sorry, I had to take a sip of water. Um, My guess is if they announce that they've reduced their costs... You're going to see this one probably hover around 105, 106 after earnings. That would be my guess. Um, Getting over 100 is a super uh, positive thing. December 30th, you had a buy-in on our algorithm at $83. This one is super expensive. Make no mistake about it. It is still expensive. The PE is 94. Um, This one is growing to deserve that PE. The problem is that, you know, with high PEs, rising interest rates, the market doesn't like it. So you'll have to make your your determination on that one, whether it's worth it. Uh, But we'll go over all of that. Um, Intel reported as well on Friday. And that was just a horrific or horrific report. Intel in this ascending triangle was up. 
It got you out with a 7% gain um, on Friday. Uh, the buy-in was uh, here on December 30th at $26. You've got the MACD crossing down. you got the RSI down at 41 um, I don't hold this one. It is not in our core portfolio, but it does track along with some of our reported earnings that, will, that are coming up. Uh, AMD is reporting on Tuesday. This one, you've had a buy-in here since December 29th at 64. You're at 75. There are gaps all the way down on this one. Um, I would be nervous with Intel's report uh, about this one holding its 200-day here at 68. Um, Intel, it, it, Intel is by itself as far as the chips go, but AMD might be a little bit, mm, you might be coming back down here to the 200-day at 68. Uh, I hold this one at a significantly higher price. Uh, I think it's around 80 something is what I uh, own this one one. Uh, it might be closer to 100 because I think I bought it in April of last year. But I do hold this at a significantly higher price. I have been do dollar costing average in. Uh, but the large buy that I did was back here. Uh, I probably should have gotten rid of it. I had a chance to get rid of it. I don't exactly know when I bought it. I'm not going to look it up now. NVIDIA is another one that reports. Um, let's see. They report on February 22nd. So you've just had this crazy, crazy run. Now, you can't see this, but NVIDIA had some crazy sales from uh, some EVPs. So um, EVP Chief Financial Officer Colette Cress, Cress Colette, sold $2 million worth. Uh, Soquist, Deborah sold uh, $4 million worth. Um, Mark Stevens, who's a director, sold three, sold seven, sold about, um, about $30, $40 million worth, maybe $50, uh, over the beginning of January. So they're selling into this strength um, before they get into the blackout. Now, the, the RSI is at 78. What's crazy is they've done all these sales and the stock has continued. Big money has been getting out of this. And, and the stock has continued to rise. They may know something about the earnings, February 22nd. That's typically what you look at with insider selling right before earnings is that they may know something. Who knows? Uh, the one that is, the NVIDIA is in our core portfolio, but the one I typically recommend, um, and, and the reason is simply based on, uh, on the PE. NVIDIA's PE is 86. Like I said, Amazon is 94. So I don't hold it against NVIDIA. I think their growth is similar to Amazon in that NVIDIA's technology is just as good. But the reason I, I recommend Qualcomm is their PE is 11. Uh, this is a stock uh, semiconductor chip that is used in um, uh, self-driving for Volkswagen. Uh, they, they have a 2.25% dividend. Year to date, they're up 21%. Uh, NVIDIA is up year-to-date 39%. Uh, they only have a 0.08% dividend. So, But I do recommend Qualcomm, and Qualcomm has been, just been on a crazy run. We got this buy-in here, uh, 107, uh, and it's, it's continued to move up. Their earnings are February 2nd this week. Um, I want to say, I don't see it on the, um, on the list, but it is February 2nd earnings post-market. So it is post-market, so you can play it uh, Thursday. Thursday, I'm sorry. Looks like Thursday, post-market. Um, we can go over some of the other earnings this week. Uh, Meta. 
Meta's earnings this week are interesting because this one has had, I mean, the, the run doesn't look crazy, but you go back to November, November 2nd, 95, um, you're at 151 right now. That is a crazy run for a company as big as Meta. You're heading into a, um, a, a, a kind of quarter where advertising dollars are reducing. If they announce something that they have reduced their spending on the metaverse from some crazy number uh, and have, uh, or they announce that meta, the metaverse is going to be broken off from the company, uh, both are kind of big things uh, that could be announced. You'll see this is a $200 stock. Um, by the end of the month, so uh, by the end of February, I should say. Should say. Um, but again, it, it kind of depends on the uh, uh, the Fed or the Fed meeting, blah blah blah. But ninety five to one fifty one, and you still have confirmation. There's some gaps down here. Um, if we zoom in on this one, there are some gaps, but it doesn't move that much each day. But it's just continued its climb up, and you you uh, again, you're above that nine day. I don't know that I'd necessarily buy into this one. The RSI is at 79. That MACD is super, super high up there. Um, and if they, for some reason, Zuckerberg, I don't think he will, but if he, for some reason he says something that is a little out of step with the market, um, you'll see that back down to 120. Now, Google, Google broke 100. Uh, this one, we had a buy-in here at $88. The RSI is high again at 66. Uh, the MACD is high. They have their earnings on Thursday after the bell. We buy G-O-O-G, not G-O-O-G-L. Uh, there was a, uh, a lawsuit by the DOJ last week um, that scared some people. Don't be scared of it. It's like 2% of their business. And if they're forced to break up, they're just going to give you stock in, the, in that company. Uh, they may even sell that company off to somebody else. Does make a huge difference to their earnings. Again, I say anything under a hundred add to your position on this one. Exxon is coming up. Um, they report tomorrow, uh, pre-market. So this is one you saw Chevron's reactions to earnings. They were not good, but Chevron increased their dividend. Chevron increased the buyback. Um, they took some political heat on this one. I expect Exxon to do something similar. Uh, it's probably a huge, huge earnings. UPS uh, is one that is in our, it's not in our uh, core portfolio. I haven't liked this one since it got under 200. I think it needs to, to, to kind of show that it can hold that 200 um, before we kind of get back into this one, but it's holding the 200 day, but I'm talking about $200 per share. It's not a bad stock. It's just, you know, it's shipping. FedEx probably has a bigger opportunity um, to actually turn around, um, they, I don't think they're reporting. They, they already reported. FedEx is more of a turnaround operation than UPS is. UPS is just, hey, we've got a good, good dividend, good growth. We're going to be there. Um, General Motors reports, and this is one that it'll be interesting. You have a buy-in here on the algorithm at $37.92. This is not one that I typically would say, buy into. They've had more bankruptcies than any other car company. And the government has bailed them out over and over and over again. Uh, this is a company that says they're getting into uh, electrification and then goes ahead and sells 26 cars in a quarter that are electric. So I don't b believe a word that they say. 
it's been a fairly good trading opportunity. Um, your average win on this one is 6.58%. The problem is you only win 70, 30% of the time. Um, so pick and choose your battles, even though this is a buy-in here at 37.92, I think you could make it to 40 if they announce something crazy on earnings and don't put it past GM to hype this one. Um, but the RSI is at 66 and the MACD is kind of up there. So if if you're in at 33, if you're in at 30, I'd probably hold on and just say, you know what? I'm going to take my chances. You're finally above the 200-day. It's taken you a month to get back there. Um, but you're right at the 200-day. If you're going above the 200-day, I wouldn't expect uh, anything more than 42. Nothing more than 42. If you get to 41, sell the F out. I mean, it's it's as simple as that. Uh, one of the weekly stock picks, I haven't looked at his weekly stock pick this week, but Caterpillar has been uh, big on his list. They report, um, I want to say, let's say it is uh, January 30th. So it's today. Did they report pre-market or do they post post-market? I don't know. Um, but this is one that's on the list. Uh, Ford, since we just went over GM, we might as well go over the Jim Cramer Ford uh, hype rally. Uh, Jim Cramer has not been talking about this one a lot, but it's covered its gap. Went all the way back up here to 1340 uh, and covered this gap. Kind of said when it was at 11, December 29th, hey, there's a gap up here. Probably will cover it. Uh, there's no more gaps. I would expect this one. The Ford F1 Lightning is a really impressive truck. Um, I got to tell you, I, I've seen a bunch on the road. I like it. I mean, it just looks like a Ford F-150. If other car companies can do that with their current cars, just you know, put a skateboard battery on it and boom. Snap is one. Um, it's reporting tomorrow. Uh, this is an interesting one. It's reporting after the bell uh, with AMD, and I think those are the two big ones that they're expecting. But Snap, you know, you had this buy-in here December 23rd at 867. You're only up at 10, 1091, which is a great move. But in this market, it, it hasn't been a like, oh my God move. You're just at this 200 day, which is right at about 10, 12. You're above that one by a little bit. The big thing will be, have they turned around some of the ad spending that they warned about? Uh, you do have this gap up here at 12. You could see that come into play. I wouldn't expect the gaps up to 15 and the other gap up to 22 to come into play during this earnings. Maybe during this year, if ad, ad revenue kind of returns. Um, but that's, that's kind of the way I see it. Spotify. I host my podcast on Anchor, which is owned by Spotify. I'm not a huge Spotify fan, even though they pay me. And, and part of the reason is, in my opinion, for the amount of listens that I get, they pay me too much. And I hate to say that, but Spotify is probably paying me too much. Now, I think they pay me a percentage of what the ad revenue is. Um, I have a super, and, and thanks to you guys, I have a super high CPM, which is cost per thousand. So every thousand plays, I think it's like um, $15, $18, somewhere in that neighborhood, which means that you guys buy a lot of shit. That's essentially what it means. You guys buy a ton of crap. So, and, and you know, you have a lot of spending power. Um, so they get to see, they get to charge advertisers more, which means that they make more money, which means that I make more money. I just tend to think based on the degenerates that I talk to, (laughs) 
and I love you guys. But when you tell me to go over GNS um, or, you know, you, you throw up there, hey, what do you think about ape stock? Come on. You have spending power and you're spending it on ape stock? Um, now, mind you, I made money in Bed Bath & Beyond. <laughs> Short squeeze. Um, I made some money on GameStop back in its day. Uh, I, I did some of those momentum plays, but you can, you can call me what you want. I think Spotify, they announced that they're cutting some costs. You can see 91 cents, a dollar loss here in October, 91 cent loss here in July. The losses are extending. They hired too many people. They're well above the 200 day. This run has been crazy from 78 up to 102. Uh, when you go back here, there's this gap that goes up to 110. Um, if they announce something this week that is crazy as far as earnings or they've gotten uh, even further with their layoffs, you know, 177, you've got a gap here, but they're not making money. And, and let me reiterate that. This is a company that is not making money and is paying me a lot of money. Performance year to date up 29. Uh, I, they're right in the middle of their 52-week range between 69 and 208. You're 50% below your 52-week high. You're 47% above your 52-week low. <clears throat> the latest, uh, Jeffrey's downgraded them buy to hold with a $95 price target. Well, you're trading at 102. So those guys know a little bit more than me. Um, we went over Qualcomm. Uh, Merck has been one of uh, my stock picks. Latest as well. It is up 0.1%. Uh, You're in this ascending triangle. The, the RSI, it was just overbought going into this. I mean, when you have from September an $87 price target on a company like Merck, which hasn't done a ton of announcements, which doesn't have products in the pipeline that are like crazy, it's just a well-run company. It's going to pull back down to this 100, I think. But their earnings are February 2nd, uh, post-market. Uh, so that's Thursday. This is This is one that probably will get some hype. I mean, there, it doesn't have a cross-up. You're on the downside of the nine-day. I wouldn't buy it. If you get, for some reason, this, kind of, this, this thing down around 100 prior earnings, I'd probably pick some up. Because that earnings, I, I just I have, have a feeling, um, you know, the earnings is going to be a catalyst. You can see their earnings have been catalysts before. So I like it. I just don't know. Um, one that's interesting that I, I just see in the list, COP, this is in our, uh, uh, energy stocks that we trade typically 117 was the buy-in here on January 5th. You're at 123 right now. So not a huge, huge run up, but a pretty good one. It's holding on to its 200 day. Uh, they come out with earnings February 1st. Is it before or after the bell? Let me see. Um, it is. Uh, it's not telling me right now. Um, but COP is one that I trade. Uh, next one, Mosaic, M-O. Uh, this, oh, no, no, this is Altria Group. Mosaic, it's M-O-S. M-O, this is one that we had a cross-up last week. You got out of it, ironic. 45-22, I said, I just don't like it. This is one vapors and smoking and <sighs> can't bring myself to, to invest in that stuff. Um, TMUS, this is T-Mobile. I, they're the leader in, in mobile phones. 
Um, you can see their stock hasn't done super well. Um, but when you look at it against Verizon, which has been a monster, uh, which actually today has another cross up at $40 and 64 cents. Um, this one, you just got out with a 6% gain while you had the dividend, which pays off at about 6%. Um, you had their earnings come in. They were eh, not so great, but 4064 still think it's a good stock. Um, AT&T, uh, they came out with their earnings. They were okay. I mean, they shot up. Be, that's, that's a data um, glitch that you saw. They did shoot up, though. Uh, I think anything under 20 on this one, you could probably buy into. They have a great dividend. Um, the dividend is not in danger anymore. 5.56% dividend on AT&T. That's why I wouldn't get T-Mobile. Just not a huge fan. Starbucks is coming out with earnings. Um, and they report, it looks like, on February 2nd after the bell. Uh, this is one that has just been on a crazy, crazy tear. I mean, back here in October at 87. And you're looking at 109 right now. You had a buy-in on the algorithm at 99.41. You got a gap down here between 101 and 102. This one kind of depends on... You know, how are they running the business? Simple as that. Starbucks doing well. Well, it's China reopening. You know, whatever they say, probably will get a pump up. Peloton. I've talked about how I like Peloton app. Uh, I have not resubscribed. So I wouldn't expect this one to be a huge popper. I could be completely wrong. Peloton reports uh, January, I'm sorry, February 1st, pre-market. This one has had it. Make no mistake, they are not making money. Uh, the the stock ha, is kind of in the middle. Its low was six dollars and sixty six cents. Uh, you're you've doubled that. You're at eighty nine percent above your fifty two week low. You're sixty eight percent below your fifty two week high of forty dollars. Forty dollars. If we look at a long term chart of Peloton, a weekly chart of Peloton. You're just gaining. You don't have a 200-day because it hasn't been on the market that long. But you're just gaining confirmation above your, uh, your nine-day. You you're just touching the 50-day, which is at 1398. Question is, have they turned the corner? I just don't think so. I mean, you know, could you get 15 on this one? You could. It's in this ascending triangle. It's got all the confirmation in the world. There is a gap that goes up to here, 1321. So maybe with your earnings, you do that. Just beware the RSI is super, super high. Um, uh, <coughs> we can go over. There's a bunch more. I posted them all here. I'll post them in the notes down below. Uh, one that I do want to go over is IWM. Uh, this is the Russell, Russell 2000 ETF. Uh, you had a golden cross um, on the daily. But remember, our, our, our uh, four-hour chart crosses up early. Uh, the golden cross here was Je July, January 24th. You have all the co confirmation in the world. This is, again, this is the Russell 2000. If we look at the daily, it's just crossing up. So that, that golden cross of the 50-day crossing the 200, I wanted to bring that up because while it's run quite a bit and it's been doing well, this confirmation above the 200-day is, is, is fairly big. You're covering this gap that goes here to 187. The next gap to cover is up here at 227 which happened way back in November 2021. So um, 
Bill Murray, my favorite favorite grounds keeper, wanted me to go over um, a couple of things. Recently bought UA, uh, which is Under Armour. I wear Under Armour. I talk about how I, I wear a ton of Under Armour. Uh, this is, had been, has been a great trade bill. Um, you know, if you got down here, October 24th in here at $6.25, holy crap. You're at $10.71. In the meantime, you've had a couple of trades in here. Um, I would be worried that it's this far over uh, the 200-day because, God, I mean, again, this is a clothing brand that I personally wear a, a lot of. Um, you know, you do have this gap up here to 13, which seems like the next uh, leg up. The 200-day has finally started to move positive. You had that golden cross up here. Um, the RSI is at 64. It's kind of in no man's land. Um, you do have, if I were to pull it back to the last gap, um, let's pull it back here. And that's May 5th, 2022. Um, as far as the volume shelves, I think you still have support here at 1017, but the major is at 875. So I'd rather see you hold on to it a little bit, um, you know, uh, a little carefully. Make sure you have your stop losses in there. Tesla. God forbid I go over Tesla. You know, I'm so sick that I missed out on this one. You got a gap here between 257 and 262, which is clear and obvious. You ha don't have any real volume. Um, you know, your, your significant volume is up here at the 200 day at 222. This is why I think you're going above 200 um, is because you have that, that thing. I showed before. Here's a daily chart, uh, and you can't see the bottom, but the bottom is the, the short. Uh, and it, let me just tell you, the short on this one, I posted the, the link down below, but the short volume in this is as high it's, as it's been uh, in a year. The retail trading volume is as high as it's been in a year. Something's coming to pass here. Uh, they've announced their earnings, so I don't expect anything. Uh, I know that I got a bunch of texts over the weekend about uh, Hardware 4 for full self-driving. I am on Hardware 3, and my car can't be upgraded to Hardware 4. So Elon is saying that my car probably can't get full self-driving on the basis of, um, hey, we're going to let you close your eyes and sleep, even though he's promised that. Who knows? But I paid like five grand, I think, at the time of sale for uh, full self-driving, so... If I get some back, great. If I don't, eh, so be it. Um, you know, Tesla owners, you got to kind of, you know, tighten your butthole a little bit. Whatever Elon says, you kind of take it for with a grain of salt. You can join a class action lawsuit if you want to, but God forbid. I mean, the, the privileged people that have a Tesla, I mean, God, just be happy, people. You know, throw your money in the stock, you'd be happy. Uh, one guy I read, uh, one guy back in December, uh, a famous Tesla, pretty big um, uh, Tesla guy. He sold his house for two million bucks back in November to try and put more money into uh, into Tesla stock, and he did it. He's way up, way up again. And you, you can look up his story; just Google it. Uh, but I, I I I hate to say sell Tesla. The RSI is at eighty five. The MACD is way up there. Uh, you've got your earnings. Look at the volume. Volume drives this thing. And for some reason, are you positive today? Yeah, you're positive. In a negative day, you're positive on this one. Um, Bill, I, I ain't telling you to sell it, 
because I've been wrong on selling it. I sold it down here at about 120. So, you know, it could have bought it, bought back in at 100. It is what it is. CCAP. Um, I think I went over this one for you. Crescent Capital. Um, yeah, it's been a good one for you. Bill, you're, you're a legend on this one. Um, I won't go over this one again. You still have confirmation, so I'd probably still hold on to it. I mean, honest to God, there's no reason to sell this one. Um, let's look at his next one. It is Bank of America. This is a core portfolio holding. I don't think you sell this one. I, I know it came down here a little bit. It looks like it opened up down at 35 um, since the market just opened up. Um, you have an, a buy-in here at 34. You're above the 200-day. You're still above the 9-day. I think I'd hold on to it. Uh, honest to God, they had their earnings. There's nothing, you know, the, the Fed raises rates. This bank makes more money. What do you want? Uh, D-O-M-A. Let's see. He says he's down on D-O-M-A. Serves you right with all those great other buys. <laughs> uh, you're down quite a bit on this one. Dude, hold on to it. I mean, I, I, I can't. It's probably not making money at this price. Um, does it have a P? Yeah, it's not making money. This is a real estate uh, services. They don't have a dividend. They're not making money. Um, the monkeys haven't really covered it. Citigroup says back in December, it's a 45 cent price target. It is trading now at 69 cents. Um, I would probably say get out of it once it loses its nine day confirmation. But right now you're in a soaring trend. D-O-M-A. Uh, let's see. Let's look it up on. It is right now trading at 70 cents. 70 cents. And it's down. It's down. I mean, it went all the way up to about 74 cents. I'd probably hold on to it, Bill. I mean, it's got a red candle. Uh, but the, the nine days at 62 cents. So if it gets down below 62 cents, sell the fuck out of that thing. But don't be afraid that you're down from where you were. Uh, if you believe in it, dollar cost average it. I would advise against it since it's not a money-making stock. Hopefully, you're down just a little bit. Let's go over some scans. Uh, some scans with cross-ups. Roblox. I think this is a secondary cross-up, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's a secondary cross-up. Um, 2661 was the buy-in here on December 29th. You've still got confirmation above that nine-day. Wait for this candle to hit the nine-day, but you're down at 36.74. I don't think that this holds the 200-day. Your earnings are coming up on February 14th, Valentine's Day. Give your lover a kiss because of Roblox. Simple as that. Um, your, your Bollinger Bands are kind of syncing up. They're not super synced up. Your MACD's kind of high. Um, your RSI is at 61, but I'd hate to say sell the F out of this one. Um, I think if you do get down to 35 today, for some reason, if the stock, if this stock just collapses and you get down to 35 and you've bought between 26 and 30, just sell it, just sell it because you can buy back in. Just don't be greedy that 35, uh, 70 right at the 200 day. If that loses the 200-day, you're probably coming back down into the, the 30 range. So I, I'd say hold on to it there. Another cross-up of one that I don't own, uh, but I can own, I think, in the next couple of days um, because I did sell it at the end of December for a loss, uh, is ARC-G. And this is a secondary cross-up because January 3rd, right after I sold the bitch, uh, it had a cross-up, 2863, and you're at 3349. 
Great trade if you got into it. And I know I went over this trade because I was regretting my sale ever since I did it, but I did take some losses. You had the cinch up of the Bollinger Bands right here. Your RSI was in no man's land at about uh, 48, but it was coming off an RSI at about 29. Your RSI today is at 61. This is a secondary cross-up, and it's a small cross-up because your MACD is super high. Don't expect this one to get back up here uh, in the 36 range. I don't think on this run that's, that's in the cards. I think for some reason this pulls back to 32, um, even though it's got this secondary MACD cross-up. You can see it's not a super high cross-up, and it's starting to cross down. So I wouldn't expect this one to go up. Uh, Win G, uh, I'm sorry, Win. why did I say G? Win. Win Resorts, uh, they were asked Friday, I think it was Friday or Thursday, um, when are you going to make money in Macau? And the CFO or the CEO, somebody kind of turned their head, kind of like when a dog hears a, uh, a high-pitched squeal, turns their head and said, you know, we're making money in, in Macau. What are you talking about? And they're not even open fully in Macau. So this is one that probably continues this run from 84, which was January 3rd, up to 100. If you can get this under 100, I think you're good because this is the one leader in Macau between Winds and Las Vegas Sands, I think are the two that have the biggest exposure to Macau. They're not making money. Be careful. This is, this is a company that currently is not making money. Does Winds Winds uh, earnings? Winds earnings come up. On February 14th. Kiss you love her for Win Resorts. That's it. Uh, CRISPR, which is a part of uh, ArcG. If you don't understand genomics, you don't understand this space at all, just get ArcG. I mean, they're, they're the, the, the kind of big, uh, big research house for this one. January 3rd, cross-up was $41. You're at $51 right now. You're 200 days at 54 that's going to play some resistance right there. Uh, your earnings are coming up February 14th. Kiss you lover for some CRISPR. Um, but yeah, $54 right there. I would say that is your top. It's a secondary cross-up. Again, it's a weak cross-up. I wouldn't expect it to continue to go up. That's a crazy run. But again, this week, you got to worry about Fed. That's, that's essentially what you got to worry about. Starwood, uh, STWD. This is a travel name, and you'll see we have one other travel name that's coming up. This is a secondary cross up here, 1887 on January 4th. That's not a crazy run considering where we've gone. Uh, you have this gap here between 2107 and 2131. Um, so you still probably have about 10, maybe 5% uh, to go to fill this gap. It's kind of holding the 200-day. Your earnings are March 1st, so they're way out, but your MACD is high, your RSI is high. I don't know that I'd necessarily get into this one. If you dip under 20, I think that that gap here at 21 probably comes into play and it's probably a good one. The algorithm loses you 3%. Buying and holding this one over a thousand candles makes you 7%. The average win on this is 6%. You win about 30% of the time. So it's an interesting one. I'd probably just play it um, to actually uh, just own it, to be honest with you. I think they have a, you know, this is one 9% dividend, PE at 7. I'd probably just, uh, under 20, I'd probably just buy it, to be honest with you. It's a crazy good dividend. Um, 
another travel name, BKNG, Booking Holdings. If you, uh, I think they own Expedia. Um, they own Priceline, I think. Uh, this has been a crazy good run. 1998 and not $19.98, $1,998. December 27th, you're at $24.39. What's that, 25% right now? Uh, it has used the 200-day as its support level. So your 200 days right around 2000, you have this volume shelf here at about 2000. I think all the roads lead to 2000. Um, if you want to know the reality of the situation, their earnings are coming up February 22nd. So I'd be a little bit careful. The MACD is super, super high. The RSI is at 73. This is a secondary cross up still has confirmation over that nine day. I'd be a little bit careful. Uh, with all of the increase in Bitcoin and crypto, uh, Coinbase has slowly, slowly, uh, risen from $35 on December uh, 23rd. That was the buy-in in the algorithm. It got all the way down to, uh, 31.55. So you lost money in this run. And then all of a sudden it takes off. You're at almost $60 today. $60. There's this gap up here between 79 and 82. If it holds the 200 day, um, the earnings are coming up February 21st. But if it holds this 200 day, I'd say for another couple of days, look at this gap up here between 78 and 82 getting filled. Uh, the MACD is super high at seven. I'm uh, sorry, the, the RSI is super high at 70. The Bollinger Bands have synced up and it's moving upward. So I think you do have some move in that one. And finally, Old Dominion Freight. Uh, this, this one looks like an ogre. I don't know why. I always think of like Shrek with this. ODFL. Don't ask me why that reminds me of Shrek. But ODFL, Old Dominion Freight. This is a crazy, crazy good stock. Um, you had a buy-in here at 287. You're at 325 right now. Now you're holding the nine day, but you came down from this 336 down to 325. Um, they're down today. The MACD is, is crossing down. It crossed up, but it's crossing down. Their earnings are coming up January 31st tomorrow. I think it's post-market. Um, it's pre-market tomorrow. So you do have confirmation going into earnings on this one. Um, there was a freight line last week that I think reported some bad earnings. So do your due diligence on that one. Um, uh, KOLD, I'm just seeing KOLD is on a run. Uh, that means that natural gas is coming down in price. I've told you guys, I am not trading KOLD. I'm not trading boil. Uh, there is too much uncertainty in this natural gas market. Uh, it is warm as F outside right now, outside here in Atlanta, it is 50 degrees. It's going to reach 60 degrees in January. 60 degrees in January. Usually I'm not applying my pre-emergent. I tell, told you guys um, in kind of my uh, ad for Anchor that I love lawns too. I usually put my pre-emergent down in mid-February. I'm going to have to do that. I was planning on do it last week. I'm going to do it this week. Uh, it's crazy. Crazy. So um, yeah, KOLD, boil, do with it what you will. Uh, GNS, by the way, is back in its short squeeze. Uh, we went over this one. It's at $5 and 23 cents. It's down from almost $6 in the pre-market. 
Um, it has traded 22 million shares so far today and is 941. So do your due diligence. I am getting on to uh, uh, probably day trade a little bit, but I, I am going for my uh, 10 mile walk again slash run today. Um, and I am still editing that TrendSpider video. Uh, I got lazy over the weekend. Your boy is retired. Don't push me. Uh, you know, don't make fun of the agenda. So have a great day. I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Watch the earnings tonight uh, after the bell is NXP, semiconductors, and HP. I think those are the two that I'm particularly watching uh, to try and determine, do I want to buy AMD? Um, do I want to buy Qualcomm? Um, you know, both of those earnings are coming up later this week. NXP and I think HP will determine, um, am I good buying those? AMD, I have to uh, uh, dollar cost average into, so it would just be adding to my position. If you have any questions, hit me up. Uh, if you are on YouTube right now, hit that like button and subscribe. Uh, do, my, do me a favor. If you made it this far on the podcast and you're listening on Spotify or you're listening on Apple Podcasts, hit the five stars for me. Leave a review on Apple. Just tell me what you think. Tell me I'm a douchebag. Tell me I should vape. Tell me I should take off my shirt, which you don't want. You don't want your boy taking off his shirt. But uh, do whatever you want. I mean, please, just, you know, it's part of what, what my first millions calls gentleman's agreement. The gentleman's agreement is I give you stock tips. You guys do just, you know, a little bit. I'm not asking for tips, even though you can tip me. I ask that if you make money, you tip me like a bartender uh, on some of these trades. But, you know, just leave me a review or subscribe, specifically on YouTube. I'd, I'd like you guys to subscribe on YouTube. So if you're listening on uh, Spotify and you've already left a review, a five-star review, um, Go to YouTube and subscribe. Do me that favor. Gentlemen's Agreement. I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Enjoy. Have a great day.